Hey guys, welcome to the Creepy Coffee House, where we serve up your weekly dose of spooky stories. I'm Amber. And I'm Ashlyn, and this is episode 15? I don't know. I don't even count. I think it's 15. You count. I'm I pretty sure count. it's 15. I, I do the numbers sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes I do the numbers. If this is episode, like, 23? Maybe. <laughs> it's not, though. It's definitely, like, I think we should just shoot 15. out numbers. numbers it's, this time. is episode 78. This is episode, um, four. <laughs> just go back. Sometimes it feels like it. Um, and, yeah, what are we drinking tonight, Amber? Um, I'm just drinking some Tazo turmeric. 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 I can never say that right. Tea. It, yeah. Um, that's all. I'm currently drinking ATM. Um, that is a tea pouring into a cup, not someone pissing in a toilet. What are you doing? I'm <laughs> pouring my tea. I thought I would be sounding, I thought it wouldn't be so loud next to the microphone, so I did it on the floor. Girl, do you see that? Do you Shh. see how loud that was? Oh, I can't Do you wait. know how loud it's been when you just get in the mic and go, that's so loud you do that frequently do i do that frequently i apologize no you're gonna do it again i will not on this i'm sure you were tempted as soon as i started saying no no yeah like i'm embracing myself don't make stupid noises well today i am drinking a homemade pumpkin chai it's very good decaf pumpkin chai bt dubs because your girl's got to work early in the morning. I probably, I, I don't, eh, I go in when I want to go in, so. Yeah. But it but is I, um, decaf marsala chai from the Spice Merchant and 2% milk and a little bit of uh, pumpkin creamer. It's not bad. It, it really wasn't. It's not bad. It's good. Good. It's almost like drinking hot chocolate. No. To me, it feels like it. It doesn't feel chai enough. It doesn't... I need the Say more... hot chocolate. It needs a more of a spice. It, it's not like drinking hot chocolate because there's no chocolate in there. But I, you know what I mean in the sense that it's just flavored milk. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. <sighs> but it's good. And yeah. And it's decaf. It was very good. Decaf, so it can just go right to bed. Maybe. We'll see how late things keep me up. Yeah. But what's on the menu today? So, on the menu today, we have, what am I doing? Paranormal and true crime. Oh my gosh, you got it. I did. First Look at try. That. No hints even. Yeah, I forgot what mine was for a second, though, so oh, that's about you, to start. You, you came right back with it. I came it. right back. You guys weren't expecting it. You thought I was going to throw you off course. I didn't. But before we get started, we are splitting up our episodes, so we are not doing a bunch of our chit-chat like we normally do at the beginning anymore. We're going to have our Creepy Coffee House After Hours, which we are giving you a preview of um, with this episode today that will eventually be on living on our Patreon once we get that up and running after the new year. But we thought it'd be kind of fun to see how you guys feel about splitting them up. So we keep the creepy with the creepy and then the the rambling with the rambling. Yeah. Um... It's definitely weird because I just want to keep talking, but I know, at the but same we just time, spent forty minutes, actually more than that, because we waited to record. That's very true. So hopefully, you guys will um, 
maybe appreciate that a little bit more. But yeah, if you're looking to, if you're coming to our podcast specifically looking to hear about a certain story, now you're going to get it pretty much from the get-go. And then if you really enjoyed hearing us talk and ramble, you are getting that too, but right after the episode. So stay tuned for that. And then, or, you know, I guess before, depending on which one they hit play on. Oh, I guess that's true. (laughs) However, it pops up on the podcast. Oh, crap. How's that going to look? We'll figure that out. Uh, Sure. Yes, Maybe I'll, like, I'll figure something out. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Other podcast news, we have that new cover art. Oh, yeah, so we do have cover Casey art. Casey Lynn. By Casey Lynn. We're keeping her on retainer for future, um, yes. art, artistries. And you know what? She's I haven't just, told her, so this is the first just, place um, she's going to hear it. So, hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> um, so your salary right now is nothing, but we're working on it. Yes, and we are working on a new logo as well, so I'll be trying to work on that this week. We'll see how Yes, it goes. and like a real legit kind of thing. We are going to be too legit to quit. Yes, and we do have a lot of plans coming up um, for uh, our podcast, for us in the future, so stay tuned for the After Hours podcast if you guys want to keep an ear out for what we have planned for the future. So, Some of it. Not all of it. Not all of it. And I'm sure there'll be more to come as well, so. Yeah, we get random strokes of genius. Yes, we do. That is quite right. <laughs> but, are you ready? I am, I'm as ready as I'm gonna be. I am first today. She is first. I'm first. It was really hard for me to find a paranormal one that really intrigued me. And I remember when I was younger... That I had played a Scooby-Doo game. Oh, I love Scooby-Doo. On the PC. Yes, I knew that. We (laughs) talked about getting a mystery machine for going ghost hunting. That's the best part. I got HBO. And they have Scooby-Doo. The old Scooby-Doo. Like, 60s, 70s cartoons. That's the best Scooby-Doo. Oh, I know. I've been watching the shit out of it. I should have said that on the after hours. Damn it. Sorry. I know that I've already asked this, but if you're, like, willing to share your HBO. Oh, it's the same. Okay. Well, I still feel bad because I have I have given you nothing. So, and you... I'm, I'm using your electricity and your internet right now. So. Yeah, but typically I go to your house. Not recently. Not recently. We haven't right. recorded a few episodes since in my house. That is true. But anyway, so I had this game on the PC where, um, you know, Scooby and the gang, they go to a ghost town. And so... The Minor 49er? It was a PC game. I don't think that was it, though. But is it, like, based on it? I don't think so. Because it's... Honestly, I don't remember. I remember playing it a lot as a kid. The game was so much fun. Um, so I was like, let me find something about a ghost town um, with a mine. And I will say, I feel like when I started doing research on it, there wasn't as many paranormal stories as I would have liked. So hopefully, come the time in the future, I can find another like super paranormal minor story. But I'm going to be talking about the Vulture Mines Ghost Town. Um, have you heard of this? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. So. That's my answer to everything. Vulture Mines is located in Maricopa County, which is about 12 miles southwest, 12 miles southwest of Wickenburg, Arizona. So these mines were established in 1863 when a German prospector who was really, um, I don't, I don't want to say popular, but he was really involved with the California gold rush. His name was Henry Wickenburg. Um, he discovered a quartz deposit where a lot of gold was said to be contained in the Sonoran Desert in Arizona. I'm going to butcher some some names here. Amber's not great at these. It's okay. 
Um, I said it's okay. <laughs> so <laughs> this would then lead to establishing a small city in a mining town, which they named Vulture City in 1866. In 1866, sorry. So Wickenburg later named the mine Vulture Mine just because of all the vultures he stated were nearby when he first discovered it. Creepy. Love it. Gross. So after a while, Wickenburg was tired of doing all the physical labor himself, and he started to hire miners for a flat rate of $15 per ton of gold. Per the, ton? Yes. That does not seem like a like a good tradesies there, nah, but... really. But, you know... <laughs> It was the 1800s. I don't think a lot of things made sense then. So it's fine. So this community would grow to about 5,000 inhabitants. Um, and that was, you know, workers, miners, family, etc. And this town would just continue to grow. So they had built a school, a, bo- a bordello, a mess hall, several homes, warehouses, a dynamite building, mill buildings, a blacksmith's, blacksmith shop. Wow, I'm butchering it today. And an old gas station. So, it was basically just turned into a tiny little town. Aw, how cute. Little vulture town. Little vulture town. I didn't. There's people, there's vultures just hanging around. Um, So, the area of mining was very prolific between 1863 and 1942, where it was said that it contained about 340,000 pounds of gold. I didn't put the currency in there. Um, but yeah, and then two hundred sixty thousand of silver, which is about four hundred thirty million dollars today. Oh dang! So yes, there was a lot of gold and silver in those mines. Ayo. Um. So <clears throat> these mines closed in nineteen forty two during the World War Two when the mines weren't essential for the war effort, and so they closed them down. Damn, non essential businesses getting closed down. Relatable. Yeah. Um. They just said like you know that there's no purpose for this to be open, especially during such a um, I guess traumatic time for people. It was, yeah. Um, Not so, good. yeah, it's been closed. And then since then, the town has been deemed a ghost town that is now supposedly haunted by its inhabitants that apparently never left the town. The tunnels have since been closed down for entry due to massive deterioration. Um, so let's see here. Oh, and I forgot to mention, by the late 1860s, so when it was established in 1863, it was known as the largest and richest gold mine in Arizona. Um, so this is Arizona. Okay. Yeah, Sorry. this is in Arizona. So some of the paranormal activity things that are going on there, they ha- people have experienced disembodied voices, mm. spirit orbs, cold spots, even when it's like 105 degrees outside. Oh my God, that's going to be refreshing though. Like ghosty come walk through me, it's a little too hot. I've, it's 105 degrees. I just need you to walk I've right through I've been to me. Arizona, and it's a dry heat. So getting a cold spot would just be wonderful. I bet. Um. Yeah, and there have also been apparitions that are said to be spotted or felt in this general ghost town. I don't like that. So I'm going to kind of note some of the more active um, areas that are located around this um, small town. Yes. So... One of them, let's see. There is an old generator room that is located in a warehouse. Um, supposedly, a gentleman had passed away in this room, so people have said that they've been able to kind of feel a presence in there. They've been, they've felt cold spots and felt. I don't want to say they had a negative feeling when they walked in, but it just it felt a little eerie when they were in there. Um, and 
uh, there's not a whole lot that I could find on that one, but apparently in this generator room, there happened yeah, a little bit of act, like suspicious activity. Sus. Yes. I downloaded that game, by the way, Among Us. You did Blake download it? wouldn't play with me. <gasps> Yay! Did you download it on your phone? Yeah. Okay. I haven't played it on my phone. I do have it on my phone, but I play it online. But you can definitely join us. I'm so afraid. You're so afraid. My anxiety with video games gets so, so high so quick. It's If you've ever played as an imposter, it gets really scary because you're like, i got to kill somebody without like people finding me out. Mm-hmm. And so Sam was like, I don't know, oh, man, I should have saved this for the after pod. Dang it's it. okay. We don't have any interesting tidbits about us right now. Okay. I'll just make it super duper quick. Basically, Sam really wanted to play and we're like, you know what? This isn't exactly an appropriate game, but we'll let you go ahead and like try it with us. But we're not going to have him play as an imposter. And um, he liked doing the tasks and he's like, I really like playing that game, especially when I do the electrical wiring, which is where you're just connecting, like, the blue line to the blue line and the red to the red. And I was I, like... He was like, he likes taking out the garbage in there when you just pull yeah. and hold. That's <laughs> he adorable. He likes just doing the tasks. And, I was and like, then somebody's going to come in there and murder him. I know. That happened, like, right away on one thing. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You know what? You can just, like, go through walls now, buddy. You can just, you can still do all your stuff. Maybe he would love it more because then he just gets to do tasks. I know. I was like, hey, you want to do my tasks for me? But, yeah, once I, once I was an imposter, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take let me do this. Because I was afraid, like, whenever we have our discussion, he'd be like, I killed him. My mom did it. Look. Oh, or whatever. No. So. <clears throat> okay. So, I mentioned the generator room. <clears throat> Getting back on track. There is a, another place, which is essentially a. <laughs> oh. Regulus like, asleep <clears throat> and stiff-legged in his bed, and he just stick his legs into the tree and did not even flinch. I hate it when he sleeps with his legs wide open because I can see everything and it's you disturbing. You can definitely see everything. It's really funny, though, the way he sleeps. It's so funny. It's like how my dog Morticia, she sleeps stiff arm because she's so swole. She's, so she's swole. a little Frenchy and her, she just literally stiff, sleeps like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so great. Okay, so another um, really um, paranormal area that is... Um, stated to be in the city. It's essentially a tombstone of the web of tunnels that lead into the mines. So, in 1923, one of the pillars collapsed because of all of the ore that was apparently inside one of the support beams. Someone apparently was hacking away at it. Like, oh, we can get some ore in here. Oh, no. And, and then you hacked <clears throat> away. And then that, it... That idiot. Yeah. That so, sounds like such an archy move. <laughs> but we have to get it. But we have to get it, I guys. need to make my bones and get my ore. <laughs> So, um, after that, of course, it collapsed, and it killed, they said, seven miners, and I think they said 12 burrows as well. Um, their bodies were apparently never recovered under the rubble, and the caretaker at the time, his name was Marty Hagen, stated that it happened to those people because they were stealing from the mine. So, their bodies remained there because they didn't deserve a proper burial. The mine swallowed them up for trying to steal. Yes. Oh, and I should mention this area. It is open for visitors, um, but it's called the Glory Hole. <laughs> that's funny mm-hmm. um and also in this area it stated that um one of the paranormal um things that can be experienced here is that some people have heard like citations in german which was wickenberg's background like he was oh, a german prospector okay. so some people said that they could hear like someone speaking in german sidebar my 
great-grandparents were both German. Mm-hmm. And my mom said when she was growing up, like, you knew you were in trouble when grandma and grandpa started speaking in German to each other. <laughs> Ooh. Like, that's how you knew you were in trouble. <laughs> yeah. That would be it. All right. And there is a building called the Asse, Asse Building. Asse? 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 I don't know. spell it? Asse. Asse Building. That's what I'm going to call it. Okay, we're gonna fact check that maybe. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> this is where it fo- like it formed bars of gold from all of the um, the ore that they found. Okay. Um, and there was a vault that was stored for all of these bars of gold and silver that was under constant attack that was possibly resulting in people dying from trying to protect the gold or trying to steal it from other people. So within the mine, or is this a different building? This is a different building. But this is a building where they would press it into bars and yes. then lock it in the safe. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. That, that building's definitely getting yes. scoped out. Yeah. So there have been reports of rocks being thrown and dust that is falling from the ceiling as if someone was walking above them. Ah, uh, so, oh, that'd be disgusting. Yes. Uh, so there is um, the woman who owns this establishment. Her name is Gloria Henkel. She's the owner of the Wickenburg Legends and Ghost Tours. She has stated um, that when people have gone on some of these tours in the building, that people get a really negative feeling and that they could hear someone saying, get out. Uh, um. So that's some of the paranormal activity that takes place in there. Um, another uh, paranormal area is the hanging tree. So it is stated that as many as 18 miners were hung from this tree for stealing from the mine. And the, contempt, the condemned person was set on a rock and then the rock was kicked out from under them. Mm-hmm. And this would leave the hanging process, like it would take... Is a short hang? No. It could be either two minutes or two hours. Oh, I was talking about... Well, I guess that'd be different. It's like, basically, their toes are touching the ground, so they're, like, still struggling, Uh or... And then, once they get too exhausted, like, it just... Their their neck isn't going to snap. They're just basically going to suffocate. Right. But it's going to take a long time. I can't remember which one, the short hang or the long hang, which one was banned for being too inhumane. Oh. Because one of them... You... Maybe I will have information on this. Oh, okay. Um, So, uh, there was that. um, Let's see. This leads for a very ominous setting for all of the miners that may have died there. Um, And especially these bodies were not buried in a graveyard, but rather around the site. So, I don't know if that means, like, it was around the tree or if it was, like, around the entire mine. It didn't really state... Um, but there are no records of people being hung at this hanging tree. So it's been said that this could be linked to tall tales or just, yeah, just something to scare people in general. Um, Gloria Henkel, like I said, the owner of Wickenburg Legend, she said that they didn't have a lawman for years and years. And we actually had two hanging trees, one in town and another out of the mine. It wasn't a very nice hanging either with, uh, drop doors. So, oh yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I did look it up, and the short <clears throat> hang is the one that's so much more messed up. Okay. Like what you're saying where they just kicked the rock out from under them? Yeah. Because they don't have that long drop to snap their neck. Yeah. So, that one was actually outlawed eventually. And that makes sense. But that's so messed up. <clears throat> oh, that means there's so much more energy there from, like, ugh. Possibly, if that were actually what had happened. But like I said, they didn't have any records of people dying this way but i mean you're working in the mining town full of gold like with 
The, and yeah. it also stated that it was like a vigilante town. So basically, they didn't have yeah, they didn't they have didn't a lawman. Have, people were just you know there wouldn't be records if there's no lawman. You yeah. just people are just like they're killing each other. You're mining yeah. gore, gore. Yes, you're mining gore. Exactly. Gore. You're hanging everybody. Gore. Mining that gore. So another um, paranormal uh, scene would be the old schoolhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been cited that a dark figure can be seen there and you can hear children laughing mm-hmm. and um, they say that there apparently was like a mass grave that was located right around the school for all the children that died of like disease or the plague and I think like what they referred to was probably tuberculosis because yeah. that was pretty popular around that time. Um, every time you say like a building in there I just somehow imagine it in the town that's in holes. Yeah. That's what I imagine when you said the schoolhouse. I immediately pictured, oh, no. like, the leaky roof and him going, I can fix that. I can fix that. <laughs> Dulé Hill, I love you. Um, love with love. That was more than love. And they also have a bordello um, where it's supposedly haunted by a woman named Mexican Rita. Um, So I don't know much about any of the other, like, suspicious activities or paranormal activity that occurs in those particular areas. Um, but today, <clears throat> the mine and the ghost town are privately owned, but the tours are offered. Uh, they have, like, a two-hour dirt path guided walking tours at the historic Vulture Mine, which offers a glimpse of the olden days through a tour of some of the remaining buildings of Vulture City, which is, um... Yeah, it's a ghost town, so... That's pretty cool. I'd go to a ghost town. That sounds super interesting. I would, too. Um, I, like, I feel like that story probably didn't live up to as much of the expectations of paranormal activity as I would have liked. But no, the that's thought of, cool. like, like, that is, I think, what it said was one of the more um, well-preserved ghost towns oh, um, that from that time period. Awesome. So, and yeah, since they offer tours, I think I looked it up. I think it said it was, like... $15 per person, and then kids 10 and under with an adult are free. So but That'd be, like, a good field trip if we yeah. were in Arizona. Yeah, and especially, like, some of the paranormal sightings and feelings weren't too big, and a lot oh, of the things in- are kind of rumored, so I feel like a lot of it could be up to... Um, I still think abandoned places pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Pretty I really wanted to be, like, cool. an abandoned photographer, like, abandoned... Building? You want to photograph abandoned things? Yeah. I broke into Joyland and I took pictures of all the, like, broken structures. I want to see that. You want to see my pictures? Everyone was telling me to to break into Joyland when I was younger. But I was a good person with a healthy dose of fear of the law. And so I never did. (laughs) Um, I broke in a few times, actually. I was always so afraid of getting in trouble and getting caught. Because I'm just one of those people where if I do something, I'm going to get caught. Because I'm just, like, that clumsy person. I never went by myself. Says the wrong thing. Because that was that would have been really stupid. But I remember, I I, I had have gone like a handful of times. Wait, but what's the statute of limitations on breaking into transpa- trespassing? I don't know. Okay, I didn't Continue. think it, I didn't think it would be that bad. Okay, but yeah, I feel like everybody's broken in though. Probably. I mean, it's not there Everybody anymore. Everybody but me. It's not and now. I can't. Now you can't. But yeah. I'm glad I did when I did because. Um, yeah, it's kind of a funny story, yeah, because my best friend Mackenzie and I, we, I was like, I want to break into Joyland, and she's like, oh, okay, and so she invited Cody, because we weren't dating at the time, and then I, we helped invite somebody else for her, um, and it didn't work out, so it was just the three of us, but that was the first place where Cody and I held hands, was in the Wacky Shack. 
Oh my god, that's adorable. I pretended to be scared, so I would hold his hand. Oh, that's adorable. So cute. <laughs> I know. It's so cute. <laughs> the first place we held hands was in a building haunted was ride museum. It was an abandoned carnival. <laughs> this is an abandoned amusement park. Yes. But that is where, um, or that is my story about the vulture mines. I've never heard of this place before. It's, um, I'd definitely go. I think that'd be cool. I think it'd be really cool too. And it kind of makes me think like, I wonder if there's more gold in there, but obviously like it's not, that's not open for public. And if, even if there were, I'm sure it's probably it's guarded. It's owned and it's yeah. probably already being mined. Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy. Yeah. I it's didn't really look into owned. that. So, so. Yeah. And then it's going to be like the whole Scooby-Doo hoax where they say it's haunted to keep the people away so he can mine the ore in the mine. Yeah, that's a good, that's a fair point. That's literally, I'm pretty sure, the Miner 49er plot of the Scooby-Doo episode. That legitimately... He's scaring away all the other people so he can keep mining for gold. That makes sense to me. I didn't read a whole lot about the history behind the mines. I feel like um, I, I did skim through some of it, so like some other like, really, um, well-renowned, um, like, prospector, millionaire person, like, bought out the mine from Wickenburg, and I'm like, why do, why do you need to buy it out? Like, just to be greedy and get more money? Well, maybe it's their industry. I mean, maybe. I don't really know. I didn't look a whole lot into it, like I said, so Mm -hmm. there was a lot of, um, information on the back history between those people, but I was mainly doing it for the paranormal aspect, so if anybody else is interested in that, you should definitely check it out. I mean, if that's your jam, you go for it. That's my jam. You ever watch Scrubs? you, what? You ever watch Scrubs? I've watched, like, half of the first season. Oh, I think it's in the first season where they're like, that's my jam. (laughs) done it's been a while but yeah it's been a while for me too but their podcast is hilarious i love hearing them banter oh my gosh i am trying to pull up my notes real quick i'm so sorry you're good i feel like the app is staring me in my face and i can't oh my god there it is so are you ready for some true crime oh boy am i <clears throat> oh my goodness, I've already noticed four typos in this, but let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So, we're going to be talking about the Jameson family disappearance. Ooh. Have you heard of it? No, I have not. You have not? Sweet. It's okay. a disappearance? Yes. Oh, is it a murder? Possibly. Oh, okay. I don't know. I definitely thought it was like going along the lines of a murder. So maybe, but that's kind of the fun part. Oh boy. Okay. So we are focusing on the Jameson family. So the Jameson family is Bobby, who is 44. His wife is Cheryl Lynn, who is 40. And they have a daughter, Madison, who is six. So, um, in October of 2009, the family was living in Eufaula, Oklahoma, and they were thinking of buying 40 acres of land in the San Boy mountain range called, um, like Red Oak. And they were going to be living in a storage shed there that they had already bought. Not like a fancy done up tiny house storage shed, like a storage shed. Like where you put all the shit that you're never going to use again. Like a store, like a storage container almost. Okay. Is what it looked like. 
which I've seen people take those and make them into tiny houses. Okay. And my friend Gabby called me drunk saying that we needed to make a commune of all our friends and we all have our own storage containers. And I'm like, Gabby, I don't want to live in a storage that container. That very apocalyptic. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, are we making a bunker? <laughs> Good idea, Gabby. Um, but she was like, but then we could all be like, live. oh my gosh, she's, she was like, just one, she just missed, she missed me and Blake. And she was like, I just want us all to live together. And then she was talking about tiny homes. And I'm like, I am not a tiny just home buy, kind like, of girl. Just buy like a big mansion for everybody to fit in. You guys can I'd live together like do the Golden that. Girls. Yes. I'd rather do Golden Girls than a shipping container situation. together. You guys can watch movies together. But... Um, on October 8th of 2009, the family was looking at this land and, um, that was the last they were seen. They were seen by one farmer going, uh, like they, the farmer saw them, um, in their truck, but that was it. He saw nobody else with them. Okay. The family was just gone. Um, the mom, um, Sherilyn's mom, she was pretty involved in this case. Um, because she's buried with her daughter, and so she was the one who noticed kind of they were gone. Like, they were just gone. Poof. And um, about eight days later, after the family disappeared, they found their truck in Latimer uh, County, about an hour away from their home in Eufaula, Oklahoma. Hmm. They found their truck <clears throat> locked with the following items inside. The GPS... Both Sherilyn's purse, Sherilyn's phone, Bobby's wallet, Bobby's phone, all their IDs. Oh, wow. Their family dog, Maisie, who was alive, but malnourished, and she was actually rehomed and adopted, and she's got a cute, good story. Aw. And also $32,000 in cash in a banker's bag under the driver's seat. Okay. Which was super weird because both Bobby and Sherilyn were on state disability at the time of their disappearance. Oh. And the police did look into the GPS to see their last locations. All they did was kind of go up a hill. They found some of their footprints up there, but nothing really to show any indication of a struggle. Mm-hmm. And then um, they were on the side of the road where they found this truck. What, were they, like, anywhere near a body of water? No. Or over a cliff or anything? Mm-mm, nothing okay. like that. Um, so the next day, a 300-man search of a five-mile radius within the truck was started. So these 300 people were five miles in every direction of this truck looking for any clues, mm-hmm. and they found nothing. And so they really had no leads, and the case went cold. Mm-hmm. Until... Oh. Um, November 16th of 2013, um, hunters in the area of the Sam Boys mountain range that they were looking in, um, found partial remains of three human skeletons. Oh my gosh. Um, the partial remains were recovered of two adults and one child, um, who were, um, forensically tested to in fact be the Jameson family, but due to the state of their decomp, um, no cause of death could be determined. And these were found 2.7 miles from where the truck was found originally. Okay, so it was found, what, you said 8 miles away from their home and then... No, they... it was found an hour away from their home oh. in Eufaula. Okay. But they were looking in this area to, to put their shipping container. They are going to buy 40 acres to put the storage container on and live on. Okay. But, what the fuck? They did a 5 mile radius and then 2.7. Yeah. It's 
anyway. So now they're like, all right, we're back on it. So we've got to leave. Were they like buried or? They were buried. Yeah. Okay. They found partial remains. They, um, the, the hunters had found, um, like a skull or something like bones that they knew weren't animal bones. Cause it's pretty easy to distinguish animal yeah. bones from human bones. Especially with the skull. I think. I don't know if it was a skull, but I mean, just in general. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought you said skull. I did say skull, but oh. then I realized I didn't know. In fact, it was a skull. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> they just found human remains. So did they find any other like bones or anything else? Nope. Just, um, they didn't even have complete uh, skeletons for the family. Wow. And so they could not cause, uh, they could not give a cause of death, but the coroner did mark it with, um, suspicious circumstances. So the case does technically still remain open, Mm -hmm. but it, the case was cold. Um, but the only thing that they could find missing from the Jameson family was a missing briefcase and a missing handgun that was registered to Sherilyn. Okay. And the other thing they had found when they got hopped back on this case in 2013 was a really strange security video taken from outside the home that the night that they had left. Okay. So these, the, um, Sherilyn and Bobby are seen walking back and forth, loading up the truck silently and almost like a trance. They look hypnotized, just Ooh. walking back and forth, packing everything up silently. At some points, they, like, stop and just stare off into space. Oh, that's creepy. So freaking creepy. Ew. So creepy. So that is all the kind of um, everything the case has. So we're going to get into some of the, like, theories that they have. Yeah. Because that's really all the cold, hard evidence of anything. That's... Huh. That, like... That's the only cold hard evidence of anything. So, um, the, like, the most basic theory is they just got lost in the woods. Okay. But also, like, there was a, some strong rain that night, but nothing that would have made them lose sight of where they were. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if you're going in the woods, why would you leave your dog in the car? Why would you leave your phone in the car? Why would you leave yeah. anything like that? That's what's weird there. And if they're going to be living out in this area, you would assume that they kind of understand a little bit of wilderness stuff. Yeah. I will say there was a time when um, Cody, Sam, and I, we were trying to look for an area to take wedding photos. Mm-hmm. And we went to a park. I can't remember which one. Um, but Cody saw a path and he was like, let's go. And we got lost in this path for about two hours. Like, just in the... Because, it like, the path led into the wooded area. It was off the... Like, mm-hmm. the regular path. And I was freaking pissed. I was like, we are never getting out of here. I was carrying my big bag with, like, my three planners in it. And I was wearing oh, my brand no. new American Eagle jeans. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, man, I was so pissed. So, like, I guess in a way I can kind of understand. But they were only 2.7 getting... miles away from the truck was where their bodies were found. Yeah. you think they'd keep looking. And it wasn't, like, a crazy rainstorm. Yeah, it was a little bit stronger rain, but nothing wild. Yeah. Do you know if it was, like, during the day or at night? Um, They were last seen kind of in the... I want to say the afternoon is when they were last seen by that farmer dude. Okay. So that's the most basic one. Um, Another theory is that Bobby's dad, Bob Sr., was actually involved. Because I... In November of the year prior... Bob had actually hit Bobby with his car, and 
in April of 2009, six months before the disappearance, Bobby had actually filed a protective order against his father for allegedly threatening to kill him and his family. Oh, and in the um, protective order, he, like, petition or whatever, he quoted, um, this is quotes, he's a very dangerous man who thinks he's above the law, and he is involved in, quote, prostitute, gangs, and meth. And he wrote that, like, he's in constant fear, his family's in constant fear, but in, like, May two of that year, the judge threw out the protective order, dismissed it, didn't really think of anything of it. But um, Bob had actually died two months after the family disappeared. Oh, how? Um, he was actually in really poor health. And, like, I guess his brother, like, Bob Sr.'s brother, so mm-hmm. Bobby's uncle, was, like, he was either probably, like, hospital or in a nursing home like he was like not doing well during this time so there's like no oh, physical so no way, way that he could but he was he was a very disturbed individual but there's no physical way he could have done anything yeah but i mean if he's involved in gangs and stuff it doesn't mean he can't put out a hit yeah and somebody else could have done it for him right exactly that's that's where i'm kind of at um the other theory they have is the murder suicide theory angle that's kind of what i was thinking because the police found an angry 11-page letter written oh. by Sherilyn to Bobby called a hate letter. Oh. Um, pretty much just going off on him. Like, you know, calling him a hermit or recluse. Like, just real angry at him. Mm-hmm. And, like, the letter mentioned death. And they did find um, another letter at the house of, like, similar feelings of, like, hostility towards him. Jeez. Okay. So there's the murder-suicide angle. But also, like, Do you think why was... would you kill your daughter if you're going to kill your husband? Um, why would you take your daughter to murder your husband? But yeah. leave the dog in the car. Maybe it just would have been... But why would you have $32,000 if you're doing a murder-suicide? Why is there $32,000 cash in your back seat? Yeah, where did that come from? Exactly. That doesn't explain the money. I don't know. That's really fishy. All right. You ready for the next theory? Aliens? Um, drugs. Oh, okay. Um, drug deal gone wrong could have been it. But, I mean, they didn't even bring the money to the drug deal. But they also brought their daughter to a drug deal. It wouldn't be the first time something like that has but happened, like, though. Why would you leave the money in the car but bring your daughter to a drug deal? Haven't you seen Good Girls? No. I have seen Good Girls, but not that far enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the like, reason why. Um, how, how old was she? Six? Yeah. Madison was six. Okay. But they left their dog in the car, in the money. Uh, it, this is really the only theory that kind of explains the money, but um, the sheriff in town was like, yeah, these people were kind of scammer guy people, but there was no evidence of them ever dealing, of ever them ever using drugs, mm-hmm. anything like that. And a big theory, like, big thing is, like, why would you take your daughter to a drug deal? Like, why would they do that? Like, they weren't those kind of people. Like, Sherilyn's mom actually lived with them for a little bit and was like, they weren't like that. Like, they weren't on drugs. Like, And then we're going to come to my favorite theory. Ghosts. Murdered by a cult. Oh, shit. Yes. So, apparently, Sherilyn had bought a witch Bible as a joke. Allegedly as a joke, according to her friend, she bought it as a joke. But Bobby had talked to his pastor because he was real worried. He, you know, he admitted he's been reading this witch's Bible. He also claims that his house by ha- is haunted by, quote, two to four ghosts. Mm-hmm. And was asking his pastor about special bullets 
to get them ghosts. <laughs> Which is okay, kind of funny. But to add some credence to it, um, Sherilyn's mother reported that she had some real odd behavior um, and thought she was under the control of like a cult. Like her, her mom is, oh. her mom still kind of thinks it's um, a culty thing mm-hmm. um, because Sherilyn's mom was, had, uh, Sherilyn drove her and her mom to Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. And then she screamed at her mom, get out of my damn car and made her mom get out and left her on the highway in Oklahoma City. Jeez. Which is crazy. That's really sad. Um, I can't remember who called in, but there was a tip left. Um, apparently, there was an alt-right cult in the area of eastern Oklahoma, uh, southeastern Oklahoma, that a pat was like the hit list, essentially, of names of people who were, um, who had wronged this cult in some way. Mm-hmm. And the girl who was, I can't remember her name, and I feel so bad, um, she was like doing more research on them and like they led to a lot of missing persons cases of the names she saw, saw in this book and one oh, wow. of them was these uh, the Jamesons and I, I guess there was a 1993 article stating that there are quite a few active cults in eastern Oklahoma God, but they're not doing anything crazy they're just there gonna say i mean i think all cults are a little little cray so i mean with that footage um that you said that they found i'm just thinking riverdale gonna be real mr ever never there hypnotizing people yeah i mean that could yeah exactly trancy you know that's kind of what i was like yeah it could have hypnotized them or maybe like the like the mother and father they were so um, scared or that there was no way that they could back out and so maybe their slow movements were because they they already had planned. Oh, like they were like we have to run away from this cult so they're at 32,000. Where do they get the money though? That's what's ba- like the baffling part. Maybe maybe they were saving up for a while. Maybe that was just like that their savings that they had like They should not because they were kind of like always suing people like, he was on disability for a car accident, and mm-hmm. he tried to sue for something. He, there was no known settlement from that. And, like, they were they had sued some other people for, like, same similar kind of things, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, if anybody were to kill him, uh, if they, yeah, they, or they lead them the away, cult was coming after them, they might just run. But, see, that's the thing. If they're getting murdered, why didn't they take the money? Yeah. Why didn't they? And I, I understand not taking the dog. If they were, like, being murdered because the dog can act unpredictably. Yeah. And that kind of situation. But another part of the murdered by a cult thing is um, they had some weird-ass graffiti on that shipping container that they currently owned at their current property in Eufaula. Okay. The graffiti read, three cats killed to date by people in this area. Witches don't like their black cats killed. Okay. And a so, quote from the witch's Bible? No, it was something that was graffitied on their um, storage container. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't like that. I know. And, like, the um, lead detective on this case, he was saying things like, you know, a lot of times with cases like these, you can start eliminating possibilities. But with this one, it's like... Every possibility so kind of kind of fits, but also doesn't. It's like w- w- it could be literally mm-hmm. anything at this point. I know that's so creepy. It's so freaking creepy. 
I wonder. I'm like, no. I, I was know. like, did the dad put out a hit? That was kind of my favorite theory. But then you know, the cult thingy, there is credence to it. Maybe they had like some sort of cyanide pills, and it could have just been like a, like some sort of yeah occulty thing in the woods. Oh, like they were trying to ascend. Maybe. Or like essentially, like Heaven's Gatesy. Maybe. Huh. I kind of want to know what was all in these hate letters, though. It was a lot of like. She was kind of just resentful about um, moving out to, like, the remote area with the storage container. Yeah. Understood. And just kind of, like, mean stuff to him. I didn't get to read all of the letters, but I'm sure. Were you able to find the video? Um, no. I could find reenactments, but the reenactments were still freaky. Yeah. I don't think I would like to watch those, but... I, just out of general curiosity. I can't do a lot of, like, the video stuff, I find. Like, yeah, actual video is creepy. Terrifying. Yeah, especially, like, slow movements. Uh, that gives oh. me chills. I don't like that. Or when things move too fast. I don't like that either. Oh, no. Like, ugh. So, is it still, like, a close or um, an open case? Or? There's no new leads. Nothing. Mm, there never will be. Probably going a little cold there. Yeah. I'm sure there's Reddits for it, though. Probably. There's Definitely always those, is. like, internet sleuths. Internet sleuths. Oh, which, I wish we kind of say this for the afterpod, the Zodiac Killer letter. Oh, yeah. That is, is so exciting. Fascinating. These, I'm happy they got one down. You know, two more to go. Another 28 years. We'll get there. Another million years. It'll be fine. Yeah. But... I guess they were... Never mind. I'm not going to say that because that's for the double shot. <laughs> no. But that's super exciting. Yeah. Did they finally... But yeah, that's really... I think that's so freaky. I've never heard of that. That's yes. so sad. Um, there is a BuzzFeed Unsolved true crime one for of it. Which I is. completely forgot about until I started doing the notes for the Jameson family. Yeah. And then... Within one of the websites I was on, it had a link to it, and I was like, "Oh shit, they've already done this one." I was like, "I was like, I'm gonna do one that they haven't done yet." And I was like, "I know, oh, I kind of remember this one." And then I was like, "Oh yeah," and that's why we drinked it that like a long time ago. And then I was like, awesome. "I think no matter what, whatever case we do, it's, it's gonna be always gonna accidentally. It's always gonna be done by Buzzfeed yeah. Unsolved, and I think that's just because we're obsessed with them. Probably they know us. Yep. As soon I, as they do a meet and greet, we're signing up. Yes. Oh my gosh. Hi. I'll be like, hi. Hi. We have a podcast and we talk about you guys a lot. <laughs> hi, big fan. Sign this. Thanks. Hey, hey. Um, can can you sign my planner? Uh, oh wait, no, no, no. Can you sign my EMF detector? <laughs> <laughs> I just wear like a Bugara Bugari shirt. Oh my um, god. That'd be adorable. I could wear my boobie shirt and it could sign my boobies. <laughs> It was a joke. It was a ghost. I literally would not be wearing it. Oh, okay. But it would be my boobies shirt. Get it? You sign my boobies? Can you sign my boobie shirt? (laughs) And then they both just, like, turn their head a little bit. Yes. Oh, Um, my gosh. But, yeah, no, for my next case, uh, for next week, (laughs) I was looking up videos on it, and I didn't see a BuzzFeed Unsolved, but I did see a Watcher one. Oh, yes. Is it Puppet History? Yeah, and so yes. I was like, okay, I'll have to watch this one at some point, but let me get my information elsewhere so that way I'm not completely... It's very like, informative. It really is. Everything that we're getting is educational, but yeah, I feel kind of bad because it's like, oh, this one's this one's there. Oh, this one is too. Oh, would you, would you look at that? That one's there too. 
So, I know. Yeah. I'm like, my next story, I'm like trying to find more information on, which is a rare thing that I can't find enough. I know that my next one's going to be short, but the one after that's going to be big. So, oh shit, samezies. I got to plan for that. And then after that, we have a double shot. <gasps> oh, double shot will be coming out New Year's Day. Oh my god. And not on Christmas Day. We'll have to record that next week. Wee oui, wee, oui, PP. The double shot? I think so. We can record after the 25th. It, technically, Christmas oh, shoot, is the last right. Friday, but I think we I, decided I think I thought Christmas was this week. I'm losing I'm it. I'm not ready for Christmas. Can I tell y'all? Not ready. I'm ready. I, I can't wait to, to buy give people presents. Their presents. I still have to buy presents, and that makes me not happy. I still have to wrap presents. Yeah. It makes me want to throw up. Just from, like, stress. I did all of those. Beautiful. Thank you. Cody's Cody has not wrapped mine. Mm-hmm. So. What's been great this year are all the memes about wives, like, having to buy their in-laws presents. It's really funny. It's like, I do. I do. And with that. With that phrase, he never had to wrap or buy another present for any of his family members ever again. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. Yeah, I know, because I was trying to give out ideas for his family. And he was like, yeah. And I'm like a, yeah, well, let's keep looking type of way. Because, like, I just want to shower people with gifts. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we cannot do that. Um, But... Yeah, now now he's like last minute. Like I think I'm just gonna get him a gift card. Like what? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. What? My stepbrother is my secret Santa, but that stepbrother does not listen. My my parents are like, we you don't have to give us anything. Just we want to spend time with you. We don't need anything. And I was like, my mom sent me a link to what she wanted. (laughs) (laughs) I sent a link yeah to Cody, my mom, and then they discussed. And I was like. When your family asks, just give them this link, correspond with them, make sure that my parents still didn't grab it, whatever. Oh, yeah, which, let me, I'll show, I need to show you the bag that I want. I'll do it. Okay. This, but, yeah. But this has been our episode. We hope you kind of like this split a little bit. It shortens up these ones just by a wee bit, just by a little a nudge. Little, a little bit. Uh, this is more suited for your commute now rather than your road trip. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But um, we can be found on Instagram at Creepy Coffee House Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Creepy Coffee House, but it's spelled HSC on that house because, you know, they don't let us have letters. And you can email your story suggestions and your coffee suggestions to our email, which is creepycoffeehouse at gmail.com. Uh, please like, rate, review, subscribe, follow. All the good things. Pray for us. I don't know. Yeah, give us <laughs> Wherever you're listening, as well. Tell us if yeah. you like the split more or yes, we need some feedbacks. We're looking for feedbacks. If you know us, message us. If you don't know us, please message us. It really does help to have input from other than people who know us. Yeah, we want to hear from you. If you like All listening you. to us, we want to know. Yeah, is anybody yes. out there? As I go into that really sad Def Leppard song. Oh, no, that was good. Keep going. Um, I'm not going to because oh. of copyright, probably, but I'm no, Ashlyn. I'm Amber. And we'll see you next time. After Hours. This isn't the After Hours. Well, the After Hours is airing after. Word. If they listen to it afterwards. Assuming that you look. We'll see you next time at the Creepy Coffee House when we're open or After Hours. <laughs> oh, I like that. That was kind of cute, right? Sure. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs>